Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Wow. Wow? Wow. I was just out on the road. Were you? It was raining, sort of. How often does that happen in California? Mm, around this time of the year, a lot. But... Both but, January? Mm, December, January, December. February. February's the worst. <laughs> usually, most years. Like, we get a, we get a solid week... Where everything is underwater. Oh, like, hopefully there's no flooding. There's we do everything crazy like that. Like, you know, we don't have little tiny brush fires, multiples. We have one big massive brush fire that eats an entire area. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of acres. That's one thing you can say about California. When they do something, they go big. They go big or they go home. Exactly. Except with earthquakes. But, but Lots these... of little teeny tiny baby earthquakes. But here's the point. Like, we talked about the crazy driver and how some people drive crazy. You know, we had an episode like back like number two or number three, something like that. the minivan that. guy? Yeah. Okay. But this isn't like that. This is, this is like a epidemic in this in this area people who live here too like, yes it's, it's like an epidemic like us. like first things first i would be willing to bet you if you were watching channel two four or seven the local stations it would be storm watch 2017 because you know there's a there was potential rain, there's a potential rainstorm so they got to have storm watch so that's the first thing that perpetuates the issue that we're about to talk about and that is people <laughs> and how they drive in bad weather here i don't know here being, being california by being the way where i'm being from where i'm from this does not where are you from well i think everybody knows i'm from canada i don't think everybody knows that i'm from canada there you go this 10 drops of rain does not classify as bad weather where i'm from so it's crazy to me that this is considered bad weather i mean my friends and family back in canada got at least a foot and a half of snow Last night alone. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. It's been more than 10 drops of rain, first of all, so don't exaggerate. I almost slipped and fell on the Servite field because it was so wet. Maybe it rained more there, but it's barely rained. (coughs) But the point is, here comes the dog. Always has to get involved when we're podcasting. Always. Always. Yogi. Mr. Bad Boy. Who's bad? <laughs> Uh-oh. We won't talk about it. Okay. He doesn't want to talk about it, people. So we're going to honor that wish. But only this time. Next it's kind time of one of the rules. It's kind it. of one of the rules on this show. Like, if you bring it up yourself, then you got to talk about it. But if someone else brings up something that applies to you, you don't have to talk about it. Somebody's apologizing. You get your choice at that point. Somebody's apologizing. And so Yogi does not want to talk about it. So he did not bring it up. We did. Anyway, so back he to gets that choice. Drivers. So, okay. So, like she says, you know, it's not <coughs> It's not like there's a torrential downpour going on or anything like that. Um, it's like a light drizzle, you know. And it's, and it's a consistent drizzle, I can tell, because in driving the car, I had to use the windshield wipers a little bit. I didn't have a choice. 
percussive noise. That's good. Um, anyway, these people see the drizzle and they do one of two things, okay? They either continue to drive too closely to everybody. So now it was dangerous before, but now it's like close to deadly, you know, and they're traveling at like 70 miles an hour when they're like a foot behind you. So if you had to stop short because a dog ran out in front of you, you'd be, you'd be crashed into. Yep. Um, and then there's those who drive two miles an hour on the freeway because it's wet. So and those are the extremes. And then there's people in between. Well, then there's the also, but in the same extreme as the people who drive too slow, there's the people who continue to drive way too fast on the freeway. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They, and you're right. They don't necessarily have to follow too closely to be dangerous. They're just dangerous because they're going on such a clip. And that when, when they have to stop, they're going to lose control of their vehicle. Hike a plane and then be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like, do you remember when we were going to Vegas last year? And the guy and was driving remember? so fast. And, you know, here you ask, when does it rain in California? And do you not recall the torrential downpour that it was happening? Like, that was some rain right there. If that was the kind of rain we were having right now, I could understand people not knowing how to drive. But that guy, we were on a three-lane highway heading to Las Vegas. It was like, well, by then we were about an hour away from Vegas. So it had to be close to 9 o'clock, 10. Not 10, because 10 was when we we got to Vegas like 10.30. So it had to be like 9 o'clock in the morning, 8.30. Mm -hmm. At the the earliest would be 8.30. And this guy, we were outside of, I know where we were too. We had stopped at Baker... Because we needed to go to the bathroom and get a drink. And so we stopped at, like, Del Taco or something like that. That's over there on that little side road. Yeah. Kind of across the street from the um, beef jerky place. Yeah. What is it called? The alien beef jerky place. Um, Anyway. Oh, the place with the terrifying bathroom that we never go to again. And then remember, then we left. And we got back on the road. No problems there. And we get to this point. We get to this point where they warn you that, uh oh, you know, it's slippery when wet. Be careful. And and a rain came down. It was like someone turned on a fire hose and just pointed it straight down at the road. It was awful. You could not see ten feet in front of you. So you being smart, I'm like I'm in the middle lane. (coughs) So I start to slow down. Well, then suddenly, so this guy comes up from our left. And I'm not really sure how he lost control, but like he hydroplaned to the left. So the rear of his vehicle was heading towards the center. And he was lucky because maybe a hundred feet before this, there was a side railing there made out of cement and steel. Okay. But here there just happens to be what? Dirt. No railing. No wall, just dirt. So he hydroplanes out into the dirt. But of course, but of course, then, no, then his car catches, you know, the tires catch because there's dirt and it isn't really that wet yet because remember, it just started to downpour like that. And his car shot across the lane. Well, I was glad that I thought to slow down because had I not thought to slow down, he would have hit us. We're pretty good. Pretty sure that guy pooped his pants. And he came across there and as he was heading right towards a wall, he overcorrected, and then he hydroplaned the other way, and then fixed it in the middle of the lane. Well, like, and then he pulled over, and we cruised past him, and you he looked see like he was dead. His hands on the top of the yeah. wheel. he looked white as a ghost. It was really I bad. Feel bad for the dude, but but that's that's an example of what you're talking about about people 
not respecting the weather. I mean, that's how I put it. You don't res- if you don't respect the weather, because you know what? <clears throat> Even on a road like <coughs> the one time when I was was in Canada and it had snowed. I think it was October, the October trip, mm-hmm. and it had snowed. I was smart enough to have respect for that road that it could get icy and you might not even see it. Yeah, just because someone had cleared the road, you don't know how long ago that was. It could have been 10 hours ago and more ice. Yeah, exactly. So I was, you know, I respect the weather. I didn't push it. You know, I was observant. I paid attention to how cars reacted in front of me. And like if they swerved a little bit, you knew there was some kind of an issue. Yep. I mean... The long and short of it is you have to respect the weather. I get that. Um, but you also don't have to give the weather way more respect than it deserves. You're just as dangerous if you're going too slow. Yes, because you're traveling along at, you know, 65 miles an hour, and this guy's doing 10. And it isn't until you get really close to him that you realize, whoa, he's going slow. And then you got to, like, slam on the brakes. And then you... You know, and then if it's wet on the ground, I mean, even a little bit wet. Mm -hmm. One of the big problems we have here is that it's usually warm and dry. And dry. So the oil kind of sits, it doesn't sink into the cement, it sits on the surface. So then when it rains, even just a little bit of rain, the oil lifts up off the cement and floats on that water, which makes it slippery. Well, and the other thing that it does here is because the drainage is so poor. That the water sits on the road longer, and then people are more likely to hydroplane, especially yeah. since they have a thin lot layer of, of water, tires. thin layer of water, bad tires, and some oil mixed into this yep. whole thing, and you have a recipe for for disaster. Um, and most people, it's funny, but most people they don't remember that when your rear end goes to the left, you turn the front end to the left. That's how you correct, uh, uh, you know, out of control turn like that. Mm-hmm. You you turn when you're going into a skid. You turn into the direction of the skid. Did you guys hear that? No. When you go into a skid in a car like this, you turn your front wheel in the direction of the skid. So if you're skidding to the left, you turn to the left. People don't know this. How? They, they oh my God, I'm go- my car's going to the left. Quick, let me go to the right. Ooh, 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 and they spin. Well, yeah, because then their front end goes to the right because that's where the Yeah, and then the car is. really goes... Like crazy. It's a little bit different if you drive a four-wheel drive. You kind of have to yeah. zigzag your correction. But sure. Most people don't have four-wheel drive, so. Yeah. Well, what happens is you're, you're going to the left. You turn to the left. It straightens you back out again. Yeah. Unless there's water on the ground. But that would be an environmental condition that you should be respecting. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, but, I'm surprised that in all of our ventures out today, since it's been raining, that we didn't see any accidents. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but that's the point, though. It doesn't matter how long it rained. What matters is that people go cuckoo crazy when it rains. Well, it was basically raining from when we left the house lightly until when we came home. Yeah, it didn't really stop. Yeah. That's interesting. Because the, cause the clouds came in. From west to east, and kind of mm-hmm. southwest to northeast, so they came across like a diagonal. Mm-hmm. And Anaheim is further away than Buena Park, so you would think that Buena Park would have gotten heavy rain, right? 
you have Anaheim got heavy rain. But it's almost like all those clouds caught up to one another and made one big storm cloud and then dumped it on Anaheim. Yeah, that kind of seems like what happened. Yeah. I don't know, but hopefully it's not a not a warm day on Christmas like it was last year. Melissa says it's going to be cold because she was excited Yogi could wear her sweater. Yogi, you get to wear your hoodie, bud. Hmm. <laughs> you going to put the other side out? Or the green side out? The other side? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there'll be reindeers on his yeah. on the dog for Christmas. That's smart. He looks cute in it, too. It's crazy. But the other thing is about this driver situation, it, it doesn't seem like there's an age that it affects. Like, it's not like, oh, well, they're all younger drivers or they're all older drivers. It's like it's just everybody. who don't know how to drive when the road is wet. Because they live in California and the road is wet less than 5% of the year. But, but, okay, I'm trying to think about this. Now, I've driven in a lot of different places because I've driven to Colorado. And so I've been through, mm-hmm. you know, California, Arizona, New Mexico, um, New Mexico, Colorado, and then back the other way, Utah, Nevada, California. Mm-hmm. And I've been through all those states. I've been through um, Wyoming. I've been through um, Idaho, Utah, um, Montana. I've been through Oregon, mm-hmm. Washington. Mm. Also, already said Montana, Idaho. Um, I haven't. I haven't been to Kansas. Anyway, I'm just trying to think. So, in any event, you know, it's like the weather um, situation. You say it's because they don't get it that often. And the reason I went on the tangent of where I've been is because I was trying to think about how many bad weather places I've driven, but. Quite honestly, I mean, I've not had to drive in bad weather all that much. And yet I know how. I think why Why do I know how? And I live in California, and other people don't know how, and they live in California. Why is that? Because you're an intelligent person. Sometimes. And I feel like there are a lot of people who've lived their entire <coughs> life in California, like I said, where there's bad weather conditions less than 5% of the year, and they've never had to really deal with it. So they just never learned to drive in that. But you, in driving cross-country and driving to various places, I mean, you said you drove to Colorado and through a mountain pass in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah. So... I got pulled over because of that, too. But... Because I did the California thing and stayed in the right lane because I was the slow car. And it turns out that you're, all traffic has to be in the left lane because they pass on the right. Which is opposite of the rest well, of the universe. How do you like that? That's weird. Um, but, 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 so you've done all of these. But things. the officer was cool. He pulled me over. <laughs> and then he saw the plates for California. So do you understand what you're, why are you in that lane, in the right lane? Well, officer, I'm the slow traffic. Oh, no, you're, that's not how it works here. <laughs> and then he explained to me how it works. And he told me to be safe. And he gave me my license. And on my way, I went. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Isn't it interesting? Us law-abiding citizens who were honest with the police officer. We didn't have our car searched. It's interesting. Yep. So, yeah. Back to the your story. 
I don't remember what I was saying. Anyway, what's interesting about <clears throat> highways in where I'm from in Canada is they have digital signs, speed signs. Yeah, so they can change nasty it. Nasty places, but they're not. They're not like speed limit signs. They're recommended speed signs. The speed limit stays the same, but if this yeah, they're saying hey, really, this really is snowy. Yeah, this is only will, safe at this speed. Right. They'll post a new recommended speed, and that's the speed you're supposed to travel at, and you will get a ticket if you're exceeding that speed by a crap load. Totally makes sense. And then like <clears throat> the hill in in Lethbridge. Well, well, hold on. What she's saying is that they don't change the speed limit. They give you a recommended speed, and you're not supposed. That's this. If it says 28 miles an hour, or in their case, it would be kilometers. Um, that'd be pretty slow. Yeah, but that'd be slow. But, but 28, whatever equates yeah. to 28 miles per hour. 50. If you go over that, <clears throat> it's still under the speed limit, but you can get a ticket because those were what the conditions called for. Well, now do you the, get it? If the recommended speed is say 60 kilometers an hour, uh huh. Speed limit is 100 kilometers an hour. And if you're going 100 when the recommended speed is 60 and you cause an accident, you are at fault for whatever was caused there. Okay, so how do you how do you feel you should apply that here with what you've seen? Because that sounds like an interesting idea. Well, I don't know. I feel like those big digital signs that are above the freeway. Oh, the information boards? Yeah. I feel like those could be utilized to give people some sort of recommended speed. I don't think a lot of people would follow it because there's just so much greater... But if they don't follow, but if they didn't follow it and they were speeding, even though they were going lower than the speed limit, they could get a ticket. Yeah. And then I think, I would think that like when it, do you remember when it flooded and there was so much water everywhere? Mm -hmm. If they had recommended speeds posted for that kind of weather, I'm sure there would have been less incidents on the things like the freeway. If they had people instead of going, instead of the speed limit being 65, if they had them slow down to like 50 or 55, they'd still be going at a decent rate. They'd still be getting yeah, ready to go, but they'd be taking a little bit more caution. Well, what's technically what's interesting with, with the way they do that is it still gives discretion to the officer because if the speed limit is 65 miles an hour and they post, you should do 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Well... If the officer felt it was safe in those conditions, wherever you were, and you were doing 45 instead of 35, he doesn't have to give you a ticket. Because you're still under the speed limit. Yes, you're over the recommended limit, but right. in the officer's opinion, it's safe. So he lets it go. For the people who think, well, the police are just going to lower the recommended speed so that they can give out more tickets. Yeah. The speed, the digital speed signs in Canada are not, they're not... Controlled by the police. They're controlled by the Department of Highways. Yeah. That's what we could do here, too. mm Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. What's a smart idea? Because by the same token, by the same token, let's say um, she learns to drive and and the weather's making her nervous for whatever reason because it's the first time she's ever had to drive in the rain. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if the sign says 65 miles per hour speed limit, but the other sign says, don't exceed 35, the new driver is going to know, yeah, I should probably keep it down to 35. And you can bet that if there was a system like that in place, someone like me teaching someone to drive would be telling them, make sure you pay attention to what that number says. Because that's what's important. You have to get the message out there that that number is important. 
Well, it's most important on freeways, highways, where people are already traveling at a higher speed. It's not so important when people are, like, driving down surface streets. Boulevard. Yeah, surface streets, yeah. So you wouldn't need crap loads of them, but I think that you could you could utilize those big old digital signs that are above all the freeways. That already exist, yeah. Like they say, buckle up. Yeah. Drive safely. They could say, recommended speed, 50 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting. I think it would prevent a lot of accidents in bad weather situations. Well, and now, you know, with the holiday weekend coming up, what I think is interesting is that, um, you know, in our state, they have, they, I mean, other states do it too, but not as many anymore. Um, they have DUI checkpoints. Well, yeah, there'll be one on Christmas Eve, one on Christmas Day. Um, and, well, they've been having them all week. Really? Yeah. Um, but what's funny is, the courts in California ruled that they must publicize in advance where they're going to be. Right. So there's a couple places that collect that information and they just put it up on the um, internet for you mm-hmm. to see. So if you if you check those things, um, you'll you know. Oh, it's him. I was like, what's that noise? Um, you'll find, you know, the information. But it's in, what's interesting is BlackBerry Marketplace and um, the iTunes store, mm-hmm. they took all of the apps down that track where the DUI checkpoints are. That's interesting. Took them all off the market. You know why? Because <coughs> the Federal Transportation Safety Board mm-hmm. um, told them that by allowing people to know that information, um, you're you're making it the roads unsafe. You know what's interesting? They have the same law in Canada that you have to publish where the DUI checkpoints are going to be. They would put uh, there's only two ways to the west side of Lethbridge. They would put a DUI checkpoint on both because then screw you. Even if you know it's there, you can't get home. Here's the thing. Through it. Here's the thing, though. That wouldn't work here. Obviously. Well, no, but here's the thing. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, you're right. It wouldn't. Um, we've talked before about like randomly being able to pull over people or running your license plate while you're just driving down the street. And mm-hmm. I've explained to you that they can't do that legally unless they have probable cause. Mm-hmm. And probable cause means they have to have a reason they can pull you over. Right. Like for instance, <clears throat> if, if your taillight is out and they're behind you, they don't have to pull you over right away. They can run your license plate now. They have probable cause. Right. Now he runs your license plate. Well, he already sees, oh, this guy has had, um, you know, been arrested for possession of methamphetamine before. Um, His license is suspended. He kind of knows a lot about you before he pulls you over. Right. So, you know, (coughs) pull you over. Um, But only if, you know, your license somehow is tied to your car. I mean... It can be with these infractions because they write down your license plate number and your driver's license number. So anyway. Well, wouldn't the registration be tied to your driver's license too? Yes. It's to your name, which then goes to your driver's license. So anyway, that's how they get there um, in case anyone was wondering. But bottom line, he then he can decide, okay, well, this person's perfectly clean. It's just a taillight. Oh, and look. Or, you know, 2952 um, Cerritos Avenue or, you know, 3857 Catella Avenue. And they're right there. Oh, never mind. They're almost home. Just let them go. Yeah. Um, 
I remember getting pulled over once. I wasn't driving, but it was it was close. Well, to, yeah, you, you don't yeah, drive, don't so drive. yeah. It was around my birthday, so it was one of the Christmas checkpoints, obviously. And he was getting chastised by the police officer because the address on his license didn't match the address we said we were heading to. Right. We said we were heading home. We were like a block away from home. So the officer just chastised him and was like, you need to get this address updated. And that was it. But here's the thing. What I was getting at is we had that discussion and you thought it was perfectly fine for them to do that. But that's why they're required to tell you, and obviously in your country, there's the same requirement, to tell you <laughs> where the checkpoints are. Because that would be considered a random search, stop and search. Yeah. Which is violation of your civil rights. So therefore, they... Do you want to know something? They don't want to turn it into a military police state. That's something. the problem. Do you want to know something interesting? Sure. I always like um, interesting things. They do checkpoints in the Crozenest Pass, like after you get out of the Crozenest Pass by the way, way scale on the way to Lethbridge. Uh-huh. Because it's the only way right there out of British Columbia into Alberta. And they don't want... There's this, these weird muscles that come from lakes that attach themselves to boats, and they're a problem in BC, and they don't want them in Alberta. You were telling me this. So yeah. they, do, they do checkpoints all summer. Every single day, there is a checkpoint at that waste well, scale, and they pull everybody over who has a boat. Well, apparently now, <laughs> apparently now in California, they're doing smog check checkpoints. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw that today. And I was, I figured it was like around the holidays, so I'd look up the DUI checkpoints because, personally, I like to just not go that direction because drink. the traffic. Well, yeah, but the traffic is just like. Yeah. You know, it's like rush hour traffic on the freeway. It's mm-hmm. terrible because everybody's stuck there. And, you know, most of the people, they just wave them straight through. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, but it's the people that they can see visibly panicking that they pull over. Yeah. Yep. They're not stupid. So. But, yeah, so. It's interesting. That's why <laughs> I think that idea is a good idea because, you know, you you would have the speed you should go all set up and ready to go right and then um new drivers would be able to gauge how fast they're supposed to drive well, exactly. and i think then when you do that that's considered training right like you're teaching them something right when you train them they're just going to become better drivers faster exactly and then eventually you won't even need to pay attention and i actually think i know. exactly and i actually think that you'd create more good drivers because kids tend to be like they'll follow direction mm-hmm. so there's oh they said to do this okay i'm gonna do it all right i did that i did that i did that well, they're getting <laughs> taught what they're doing yes there's gonna be that handful that rebels and doesn't want to but oh well it's still gonna be less than it would have been had you just left it wide open right i don't know it's so. interesting how the laws vary in different places and yet how similar they are at the same time. It makes sense that they would do the digital recommended speed signs in mountain passes in Alberta because it is awful conditions for like 50% of the year. Well, so yeah, and, any, and, and also you're going to have people traveling who like are visiting the country and they go from one end and they work their way towards the other end. I guarantee you people I mean, do that. You drove through that mountain pass in August. You remember how winding it was, uh-huh. 
and how there's no visibility going around corners. Can you imagine that in a blizzard at night? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I told you, I told you when I went to Colorado Springs, I made it a point of figuring out where I would be at 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. And when I found out that if I went to the left route, I would be just entering the Rocky Mountains. Nobody wants that. Versus the other way being on the plains of New Mexico. I was like, well, plains of New Mexico, that sounds way better than up in the mountains in the pitch black dark when there's snow on the ground. Well, the mountain passes always have that cliff on one side. Nobody wants any of that at night. <laughs> um, her sister's old boyfriend was driving with me to portland oregon once and when you get to the california oregon border Mm -hmm. it's like hairpin turns in like an s back and forth back and forth back and forth there you go that's what it's called thank you switch back so it's pitch black dark. It's like midnight. It's like midnight. And what does he say? To, and I'm driving. And what does he say to me? Why are you slowing down? Uh, and I go, um, because I've never driven this road before and it's pitch black dark and there's snow on the ground. I can see it. That's not nice. And he says, he says, oh, well, this is the best thing ever. Oh, well, don't let that scare you. You see the truck in front of you? Yeah. Just follow the truck. Oh, and I looked at him and I go, you must really think I'm stupid. He goes, why? I mean it. You should follow the truck. I said, yeah, so I should follow the truck who I don't know if he, that driver's ever been here before, and he'll just drive straight off the edge, and I'll go with him. Yep. No, I prefer to slow down a little bit and do the drive on my own at a speed I can handle. Thank you very much. Yep. That's funny. That's really funny. That's what they teach new drivers in Canada if it's a nasty snowstorm. Slow down and figure it out. No, that you should follow a truck. Because, oh, jeez. No thanks. Because they'll keep you on the road, not going through a mountain pass. Follow them on the switchbacks. They say, don't drive through the passes when it's awful weather outside. But if you're driving like between Crow's Nest and Lethbridge, they say to follow a truck because they'll keep you on the road and not in some ditch running over a giant cow. And then it's fence. And then what do you do when the truck drives right off the edge? There's no edge. It's prairie. Worst case scenario, you're going to go off the road into the ditch. Oh, and flatland, sure. That's that's why I said between Crowsworth Pass and Lethbridge. It's oh. all flat. There's nothing besides farm. <laughs> flatland, for sure you would do that. Yeah. Why not? That's like when you go from here to either Sacramento or San Francisco. It's, it's basically the same route. You know, you, you get through the grapevine, you go up and over the mountains, mm-hmm. and you drop down on the other side, and then it's just a straight line, flat on either side, most boring drive ever. Um, then you, like, there's one area where there's nothing but cows, and it smells to high heaven. Um, it smells like home. So bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. But then you get to the really cool part. Like, if you're going to San Francisco, you go to the left. If you're going to Sacramento, you kind of go straight, but to the right. So you go to the left, and there's like um, kind of a windy road, but really pretty scenery. And then you get into this town called Gilroy. You know what Gilroy is known for? Cheese. The garlic capital of the world. Well, I had a good guess. Yeah, it was close. Cheese was close. The garlic, like, and it smells like a garlic plant there. It smells. That's really funny. It actually smells awesome when you go through there. And then you drop down and you go right through San Jose. Bet your restaurants there have good garlic toast. 
You drop down, you go right through San Jose. Nice. Palo Alto. All those fun places up there. We've definitely digressed from bad drivers. Well, no, we were like talking about weather. Unsafe road rules and bad yeah. weather. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about that. Yogi says it's time to go. He does. All he right. also says stop messing. Want to add anything first. before we go? No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yes. All of like that's not what day. that's not what your Facebook post said. Huh? Your Facebook post said you were um, ninety nine percent evil or something. Evil. So that doesn't sound. And like I was good. the only one out of everybody who took that quiz to get evil. It's true. Even I got heaven. All of my friends. Apparently, I'm going to. I'm, a, I'm good. Apparently. That's okay though. At least I'll be warm. I didn't know I was good. I bet Yogi at this point would have to go to hell too after his behavior lately. Are you about what about me? What about you? Where did I go? I don't know. I don't know. find out. Take the quiz. Anyway, well, we're going to get out of here. It's been fun. It sure has. Guess we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hasta la bye-bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.